Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us from the Weekly Standard is Jeffrey Norman, who uh, wrote an interesting uh, piece the other day, Jeffrey, about kind of the NFL's problems on and off field. And just let me say that it was just refreshing to see someone writing about something on the field for a change because all of the NFL news is about what the players do when they're not playing. Yeah, um, it's it started out to be kind of an interesting season with the uh, uh, game between the, the Seattle and Green Bay. It was And Seattle looked so strong, and we were all looking forward to the rematch of the Super Bowl, which is coming up this weekend when uh, Denver and Peyton travel to Seattle. But along the way, we've had these... Uh, these uh, really appalling stories uh, and in the case of the Ray Rice episode an appalling video that uh, has changed the conversation quite a bit. Now it's interesting to me and I am a casual sports fan. I'm an SEC football guy and that's pretty much uh, my... Roll Tide. Hey, go Cox. But anyway, um, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the notion that a NFL player beating up a woman is a season stopper seems crazy to me because I've seen these cases come and go and the NFL inevitably, you know, they, the players always, or if they're, if, if they're players of value end up on the field. In fact, usually it's a court story, you know, going uh, tracking on one side and the season tracking on the other with never before this kind of demand that the NFL get involved in the uh, criminal justice system. Did I miss stories, or has that been the way it's been before now? Uh, I don't think you missed anything. I think, the, you know, it's been pointed out, um, you know, a lot that that one of the game changers in this case is the, is the video of the, Ray Rice actually landing a punch on his wife's jaw, um, or I guess she was his fiance then. Um, and as we all know, you know, the, the nothing's nothing's more real than seeing it. You know, nothing's real until you see it as a video. Um, so I think that had something to do with it. And people are, you know, I think there's a sort of a uh, a certain element of of the political class and, I don't know, for lack of a better term, say the left and the big aggregate. Uh, it's just hostile to the NFL and hostile to football and sees a lot of this as targets of opportunity. I'm not downplaying the Rice thing. I think if I were Goodell and I had the power to do it, I would ban him for life, Not uh, both as a moral statement and as a good business proposition. If, if uh, the NFL doesn't watch it, it's going to line itself up for sponsor boycotts. But it's interesting. You say uh, ban him for life. The the Ray Rice story, as I understand it, is uh, the police had the videotape because part of their investigation. The police investigated. He entered the court system. The court system gave him this first-time offender plea. He pled to it. He has met thus far all the terms of that plea. So we had investigation. We had court. We had resolution, plea. We have punishment. Why isn't that enough? And if it's not enough in the Ray Rice case, is it ever going to be enough in any other case? Is it the case now that anybody who commits a crime like domestic violence uh, simply isn't allowed to go back to work again? Well, I, okay, many points there. First, 
no disagreement here that the that the you know the judicial system, the legal system, dropped the ball. Uh, but no surprise there either. Um, you know, people people are routinely let off uh, easy on crimes that uh, should be punished more severely, um, and a lot of them are prominent people. Um, the the reason for the NFL to take strong action against Rice is um, is the same reason that that Landis banned all those people from on the Black Sox from baseball. It's for the good of the game. Uh, these people, you know, nobody's born with a right to play in the NFL. I don't think. I mean, unless there's something I haven't seen in the Constitution. The NFL is a business. They they get to say who works for them, and they can say, you know, if you, if we deem you uh, somebody who's not good for the game, we can get rid of you. Um, but here's where people get confused: uh, is the notion that Ray Rice has to be banned from the game to protect the delicate sensibilities of Pac-Man Jones and Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis held a man down so someone else could stab him, and he has a statue outside the uh, Raven Stadium to go along with his Super Bowl rings, a statue that Ray Rice will never be able to walk past again as a player if he's banned for life. So what's the NFL's problem? They obviously don't have a problem with people being criminals and playing, and certainly the fans don't have a problem with that because the fans have cheered on Ray Lewis and many other players who've committed crimes. Well, Bray Lewis was tried, found not guilty. Uh, I think we all wonder about that, uh, same as we all wonder about the not guilty verdict for O.J. Simpson. But that's that's history. The problem with the Ray Rice episode is that forget Ray Rice. I mean, he it's you know he's gonna you know swim in his own pool there, but. It's the game. It's if this game begins to lose sponsorship and lose uh, influence and lose support because of the actions of one or two players, then the game has to do something about that. Uh, the game is bigger than any one player. Uh, that's why they have a commissioner. That's why uh, Judge Landis banned all those Black Sox all those years ago for gambling. Uh, it, you know, the, I suppose none of those guys would have even gone to done a day in jail uh, for violating any laws. Maybe they would have, but he wasn't interested in whether they were lawbreakers or not. He was interested in what what their actions did for the good of the game. And we live in a different era. Uh, you can't have uh, a Ray Rice. I mean, maybe you can have a Ray Rice. I might be wrong. I might. It might be that he could suit up tomorrow and go out on the field, and the NFL wouldn't lose a single season ticket or a single sponsor. Uh, in which case, uh, you know, the NFL act act in its own best interest. The and, and that's one Department, of the questions I've heard people raise, which is. Um, there's a perception that people who don't have a lot of interest in football are the ones demanding mm -hmm. that Ray Rice be banned for life, the ones demanding that the NFL not allow anybody with an accusation, not a conviction, but an accusation of abuse mm -hmm. to play, is because they have no interest in football to begin with. And if 
domestic violence is the flavor of the month right now as far as uh, extrajudicial punishment, then what happens when Mothers Against Drunk Driving decides to do something about the many, many DUI people in NFL? What if happens when the Just Say No people decide to do something about the many, many, many recreational drug de- uh, uh, users in the NFL? There are a you know, significant number of premium players who have had encounters with law enforcement. Is the NFL going to be the second wave of the police department, CSI NFL, in all of these areas of the law? Uh, no, uh, it, it, and it hadn't been. It has not been. And and you're right. I mean, the, 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 there is a, and I, like I said earlier, there is a, a significant portion of the population, and you can find a lot of them, and, and well represented in on Capitol Hill. Uh, of people who use any target of opportunity to get at the NFL and by extension football in general. Uh, I mean, you just have to go back to the business of the name of the the team that plays ostensibly in Washington. Oh, I think their stadium is out in Maryland somewhere. Um, the Redskins. Well, you know, somebody in Congress now, I've forgotten who it might've been the ubiquitous Senator Gillibrand or whatever name is. Uh, she, wants to strip the NFL of its, uh, she or somebody, some senator wants to strip the NFL of its nonprofit status, which is a kind of a, you know, delightful thing to begin with, <laughs> uh, over the, over the idea of the, you know, this team being named the Redskins. And, and, you know, we've all learned that there are football teams on, on, uh, reservations out West that call themselves the Redskins. But, Nevertheless, uh, yeah, this is this is a PC. Uh, there's a big element of PC, uh, no question about it, in the furor around Ray Rice. Um, and you know, I, I think no football fan should should um, be unaware of that. But nor should any football fan, you know, use that as as just an alibi. You know, say, well, it's you know, it's just PC. It was a tough thing he did, and uh, and it's 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 up to the NFL to judge, you know. It can and and it can do it absolutely on a case by case basis. There doesn't even have to be a policy. It just looks at each individual case and says, "Look, can we put up with this or not?" Uh, if they think they can put up with Ray Rice and he's that valuable to the Ravens and it's not going to hurt the game, they can say because they are not a law enforcement agency or a judicial agency. They can say it's up to the New Jersey uh, district attorney to uh, put this guy in jail and uh, punish him in some way. That's not our job. But they have to look out for the game. And I think that so far, they, you know, I think they, they missed it like Goodell says the first time around. They're trying to get it right this time around. Uh, I think they got it right with Adrian Peterson. Well, eventually, but uh, I appreciate one thing in particular, Jeffrey, you've made it perfectly clear this has nothing to do with right and wrong, <laughs> and that's the most refreshing part of this. Thanks so much for joining us for the Weekly Standard Podcast. Okay. That's uh, Jeffrey Norman with the Weekly Standard. I'm Michael Graham. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates.